Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to the second episode of season four of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to create a high vibe, engaged Facebook community and balance your masculine and feminine energy in your business. I'm so excited to dive into this topic with you all because as you know, balancing your masculine and feminine energy is a huge part of my feminine essence framework. I believe it is absolutely crucial to creating a sustainable, thriving business, one that allows you to make your difference and do it all in a way that doesn't burn you out. We don't want to constantly be in the hustle and the grind and the effort because what happens is we end up without any energy to do anything else in our lives. It always comes to an abrupt halt. So when we work with our masculine and feminine energy, not only will we avoid that happening, but also we are so much more productive and powerful in our output, in what we're able to create. We're way more innovative, creative, and we are guided by our intuition. So we feel this beautiful connection to ourselves. We feel more in alignment, more purposeful, intentional, all of these amazing things. So I cannot wait for you to listen to today's interview with our amazing guest. But before I dive into introducing who we're speaking to, I want to say a big thank you to all of you who helped me with the launch of season four of the podcast. I really couldn't have done it without all of your help. So thank you to everyone who took the time to rate and review the podcast. It makes such a big difference in helping other people people find the podcast and also understand why it's good for them. So thank you so much for those of you who haven't yet rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes. Even if you have an Android, you can set it all up on your computer. So we had so many people over the last week doing that, setting it up on their computer, writing a review to help me out here so that we can get this message and support to more people who can use the support of the podcast. So please, if you haven't yet, and especially if you've been a long time listener of the podcast, I would so appreciate if you take some time to go and write a review on iTunes. Okay, everybody. So I am still in London. It is now less than a month to go before I pack up my London life. I'm so excited. I also just can't believe that I'm leaving, but I'm so excited for this new chapter ahead. And as you will probably know, we just had our total solar eclipse last week in um, with our new moon in Cancer. We have another eclipse coming up with our full moon in Capricorn. So all about the masculine and feminine, feminine there because Capricorn's often associated with doing. I'm a Capricorn and our cancer, the sign of cancer is all about the mother. It's about nurturing the home, really about your inner world. So that's more of the feminine. So we have this real 
It's a great time for a new chapter. We're ending a chapter, starting a new chapter. I've actually been quite sick, so that's shown me some things that I needed to work on with my gut health and all of these things. But I know that everything that's happening and has been shifted and moved in my life at this time is just allowing space, creating space for me to receive more amazing opportunities and goodness in this second half of 2019. So I just wanted to say, to you if you have had changes going on, if you're feeling like, oh, you know, you're not sure of where you're going for the rest of the year, you will have lots of clarity coming through over the next couple of weeks. And this is really a start of a new chapter, which I always think is just so fun because we're always up leveling. So I'm also so excited for those of you who have joined us in the Mindset Makeover program that starts next week. This is the perfect time to be working on our mindset because we will all be up-leveling at this time with our eclipse. So I can't wait to see you all there and I'll definitely keep you all updated on how everything goes with this program. Okay, now without further ado, let me introduce today's wonderful guest. Her name is Haley Tapper and Haley is a manifesting and lifestyle expert, the host of the Boss Goddess Show podcast and the founder of Haley Tapper Co., a company on a mission to change the spiritual status quo from crunchy granola to unapologetic wealth. Haley believes that the combination of feminine flow and masculine action taking creates the energetic magnetism to live a life by design. After creating a successful online business and manifesting her dream lifestyle, Haley has inspired thousands of women around the world to slay with soul and create their rich and radiant lives. Her clients have quit their jobs, created six-figure businesses, traveled around the world, called in dream relationships, manifested huge media opportunities, and more. So, Haley is someone who is also a beautiful you life coach. Shout out to all of you beautiful you coaches or anyone thinking about training with beautiful you. And I met Haley after she did a wonderful training on Facebook and I loved the community she had created with her boss goddess tribe. And you'll find a link in the show notes to this episode so you can go and join that too. And so this is actually what inspired me to create the Make a Different Soul Tribe. As some of you will know, I wanted to create a Facebook group for some time, but I was hearing crickets when I was you know, um, and talking about the possibility. So I only went ahead with creating the Facebook community after I did Haley's training and saw the wonderful community she had created. I was so just overjoyed with the space and I knew that that is exactly what I wanted to create, a beautiful, nurturing, high vibe, engaged Facebook community. And so that's what led me to creating the Make a Different Soul Tribe. And so if you haven't yet joined us, please do go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash make a difference. And this is a space for coaches, healers, creatives, anyone looking to create a purpose-driven life, looking to align with their purpose, any entrepreneurs, people who want to make a difference in the world. Come and join us. It's a space to connect, to inspire one another, and also to get wonderful support along the way from me as your coach and as the community leader of that tribe. So today we're going to hear all these wonderful tips from Haley about 
creating an engaged high vibe Facebook community and working with your masculine and feminine energy in your business, which as you all know, is a topic that I am just obsessed with. It's part of my feminine essence framework. And it's so crucial, as I said at the beginning of this episode, to creating a sustainable, thriving business. So without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, Haley, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining. We're so excited to hear from you today. So to kick us off, could you just let us know a little bit about what you're currently creating in the world today? Oh, yeah, sure. So um, currently I am creating a mastermind, which I'm very excited about. It's all about balancing your masculine and feminine, uh, which is what I am all about these days. I call it slaying with soul. That's my way of saying balancing out your masculine and feminine. So I'm really excited to be creating that and putting that out into the world. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it at the moment. Love it. I love to ask this question because we're always as, you know, business owners creating so many different things. And I guess it's Mm. what keeps us going. Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us what, what got you into the work that you do today? Tell us a little bit about your journey to getting here. Yeah, sure. So uh, I started off years ago um, as a health coach because I was finding myself in a very unhealthy kind of situation Um, with my work. I was feeling really burnt out and that just kind of prompted me to learn more about health. And through that, I found the world of health coaching and got into coaching that way. Uh, But I quickly discovered that that the world of health coaching wasn't really what I wanted to do. And I was more aligned with, uh, you know, manifestation and spirituality and really just helping women to create their best life. And uh, during that time as well, I was massively in hustle mode. So I was just, you know, looking for all the strategies, looking for the magic formula, looking for exactly what I had to do in order to create a successful business. And, um, and, you know, I was working really long hours, long days, long nights, all the things um, in order to create that business. But it wasn't really feeling aligned and I was just working myself into the ground trying to do it. And so when I shifted and kind of stepped out of the spiritual closet, I guess, so to speak, um, <laughs> I... Um, that started to feel a whole lot better. And I found out about this whole concept of masculine and feminine energy. And it really resonated with me. Actually, I tell a little lie that it didn't resonate with me at first um, because the whole idea of of masculine and feminine energy um, just, yeah, that didn't resonate. But as I learned more about it, the whole idea of having, you know, yin and yang energy or these, these two different energies within us that we need to balance out the feminine flow and the masculine action taking, uh, that, uh, that, um, way of thinking about it really resonated. And I realized that I was totally in the masculine, totally doing all the actions, uh, but not getting into flow and not tapping into my intuition and not nourishing myself. And, uh, and as a result, I was totally burnt out in the process. So, Um, as my business started to grow, I started to implement more and more of the feminine practices 
and started to kind of balance out those two energies, the masculine and the feminine. And the more that I did that and the more that I focused on that, the easier everything became and uh, the business just started to grow. So naturally I started teaching that because that's what I knew was really helping me to manifest everything in my life and business. And, uh, and as I started teaching that to my clients and community, they started seeing those results as well. So that's, um, yeah, that's how I got to doing what I do today. Mm, I love it. We're so aligned in this. And I just feel that, yeah, understanding your masculine and feminine, and I know what you mean at first, that that terminology can be a bit Mm off-putting. However, when you realize what it actually means, like you just said, the yin, the flow, the intuition, having that beautiful nourishing Mm self-care practices and, you know, really starting to look within before you go without and take that action, it just makes all of the difference. So have you found with like the people that you work with and also for yourself, were you, uh, are people generally more in that action masculine mode and it's, they've got to learn the feminine or do you find that there's a mix of between people being too much in their feminine and needing to learn, you know, how to take the action as well, which is just as equally important? Yeah, definitely. There's actually such a mix. So Mm -hmm. I think naturally um, the people that are drawn to me tend to be more in their masculine to start off with because that was my own journey. And I think we tend to attract people that are similar to us, but I've worked with, uh, you know, heaps of women who are more in the feminine and need guidance and and support in tapping into the inner masculine as well. Uh, So it definitely comes, you know, in all shapes and sizes. And something that I love to do is help Um, you know, help women, help my clients to assess where they are. I think of it as like a a spectrum where we're, you know, masculine down one side and then feminine at the other side. And we want to kind of balance those scales out. And uh, so I help people to assess where they are on those scales. And then we start to shift it from there. So it really can come in all different shapes and sizes. Mm, Yes. Yes. This is my experience too. And it's just so beautiful to know that it is that spectrum and a scale, right? We can just keep shifting the needle based on where Mm. we need to be and what feels most aligning in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know what, at some points as well in your business, I think you're naturally going to be in Um, you know, one energy more than the other. So it's not that we have to always be in balance all the time, but it's just like the overall, um, like the general picture, we want to have both of those energies present. But, you know, sometimes, for example, when you're launching something or putting something out into the world, you might just be more in that action-taking masculine energy. Um, And so then we want to balance that out, you know, later on with more of that feminine energy. Mm, yes. Oh, I love it. And I also love that you mentioned about, it's not about, you know, being in the balance all the time. It's about mm. being able to create a sense of balance really by being able to shift between mm. these two energies. Um, so yeah, maybe you're going through a period of a lot of action in your business and in, or in your life. And then mm. it's followed by a period of, you know, more rest and relaxation, more receiving, more getting yourself back into that alignment exactly. so that you can take the aligned action. Exactly. Yes. Lovely. Because I feel like a lot of people, as soon as we talk about balance, there's this, it just can't happen. And uh, so I just, (laughs) I just love to point out that that's not the goal to be like to have. And and we can think about this in all areas of our life, you know, all the different uh, buckets that we have in our life, Mm -hmm. you know, that we can never be doing all of it um, all amazingly all at the same time. But when we spread that out, uh, we can create some sense of balance in our life. 
Exactly. I always say that you can do everything. You just can't do it all at once. And that's Mm. totally fine. Yes, so is. (laughs) I also wanted to ask you, what does it mean to be a boss goddess? Yeah, that is a really good question. So, um, you know, I talk about being a boss goddess a lot. That's a big part of my brand. And, um, you know, for me, it's really about tapping into that fierce inner feminine um, and being the boss as well. So it's really about, you know, balancing the masculine and feminine again. So it's, yeah, being that, that strong, um, strong, fierce version of you that just knows that, you can accomplish whatever it is that you want. You can do whatever it is that you want, that you can do all the things, maybe not all at once, but you can if you want to. Um, And you go out and make shit happen. Oh, can I swear on this? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's all all good. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love the meaning behind Boss Goddess and also Mm. your slay with soul, you know, very similar, Mm. the masculine with the feminine. So, Mm -hmm. and as we talk about boss goddess, I need to mention the wonderful community that you've created over in the, with the boss goddess tribe, which is Haley's uh, Facebook community. And I just was so attracted to you and your work because of this beautiful community that you created. And of course, all of the things that you speak about, I mean, we resonate so much with the masculine and feminine, but I would love for you to share today more about how you created this really beautiful, engaged Facebook community. Mm. Yeah, I love my Facebook group. Um, it's one of the, the biggest joys in my business, I think, is running that community. So, and people ask me all the time, how do you create an engaged Facebook group? And I always, you know, I always say, first of all, it comes back to your energy. You know, everyone goes on about the algorithm and how hard it is to create Um, you know, any kind of community on social media these days because of the algorithm. But I always think that energy trumps the algorithm every single time. So if you're going to, you know, if you want to create a beautiful Facebook group for yourself or any other kind of social media platform, I think first of all, you need to look at the energy that you're putting into it because you will always get that energy back tenfold. So when I started my Facebook group, I knew that I wanted it to be a really supportive community. I knew that I wanted it to be a really engaged community where you know, people created friendships and uh, were looking out for each other and were able to ask for support um, and receive support as well. So that was the intention that I set for it. And so therefore I showed up with that intention. I showed up in that kind of energy. So I was the one giving the support. I was the one, um, you know, being really supportive and cheering everyone on. And, you know, I was really giving the energy that I wanted to receive. So I think that's the first thing. It was never about like, you know, following a five-step formula and wham, bam, you create a beautiful Facebook group. Like it was really, (laughs) it came from a space of really just wanting to have this beautiful community um, and showing up with that energy. So I think that was like the most important thing because with that intention, then I was able to, Uh, you know, I was motivated to go ahead and, you know, do live streams all the time and really give to that community and cultivate that community and care for that community um, and go on and comment on everyone's posts and, um, you know, really just love on them. And so I think having that as a foundation uh, meant that the community really took off quite quickly, which was amazing. Of course, there are like a lot of other strategic moves that I took, which we can totally go into if you want. But I think that's, that was really the core of it. 
Mm. Oh, I love that. And really what you're talking about is, you know, giving value or giving results ahead of time mm. and then and infusing whatever you create. I mean, we can apply this to really anything in our life and our business. It's the intention behind it that is what we end up, you know, manifesting or creating. So that's a really beautiful example with your Facebook group. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I love that you say you love on them because it's so true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's so nice. And you can really pick up that energy from your group. And you inspired me to then create the Make a Different Soul Tribe because oh. I was so inspired. Yeah, I was so inspired mm. about the space that you had created. And I just loved that. That's what I got from it as, as well, that there mm-hmm. was a sense of this space is for everyone to connect and collaborate and you mm-hmm. didn't have, you know, a million rules to get started with. It was just mm. really, you know, empowering space to be in. Mm. So I'd also love to know if, uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the strategic things that you did as well. Mm. Sure, people will want to know about those too, even though I totally agree that this is the most important. And that's, you know, starting off with our, in our feminine, right? Making mm-hmm. sure we're fully aligned before we move forward with the strategy. Yeah, totally. So, um, so yeah, once you've got that in place, once you know that this is something that you really want to cultivate, then you can kind of layer on the strategy. So I think that things that really worked for me, were showing up on live streams a hell of a lot. <laughs> like I did a lot of live streams back in the day, um, but I loved it. You know, it always came from that place of love. And, um, and I think that just really allowed people to get to know me. So I was doing a lot of, um, or I say a lot of, but I mean like, you know, maybe once a month or every other month, I would do some kind of training series or challenge or, um, you know, workshop that I would tell all the members of my group about, but also tell members in, um, on, sorry, followers on my Instagram and my email list and even other Facebook groups where it was, where I was allowed to share that I was doing a training. Um, so I would tell as many people as I could about the trainings or workshops that I was running and that would attract people in. So um, the, I think the reason that that worked really well was I was really clear on who I wanted to have in the group as well. Uh, so that, you know, I'm talking about being really clear about your ideal client. So once I was, you know, really clear on who I wanted in the group, then I could create trainings that would attract those people in. Um, and then obviously running it just inside the group. So people had to join the group in order to, uh, to get that training. And that grew my group really quickly. Um, and whilst I was doing that, I was also just making sure that all the new members that came in were really taken care of and really, um, yeah, engaged with. So I would make sure that I did posts that tagged them uh, when they came into the group and welcomed them in. I would even tag them in, um, you know, do special Q&A sessions for new members and ask them what questions they had um, so that straight away they were getting uh, as soon as they got notification that I'd tag them and they could come and ask me questions and really engage with me. And then I also started um, direct messaging new members as well and welcoming them into the group that way because I think, um, you know, nowadays especially there are a lot of Facebook groups and sometimes people join a heap of groups, you know, in a day and they get a heap of notifications saying that you're, um, uh, a new, you're a new member of this group and your membership has been um, approved And so you want your membership to really stand out. And so that's why I think going that extra mile and really welcoming them into the group and doing all that you can to make them feel welcome and feel supported makes for a really engaged group. 
yeah, there's, those are some of the things that I did that come to mind straight away that really mm. worked. I love that. And yeah, I it really that. is about yeah. nurturing that community in the onboarding process, most mm. first and foremost, and then making sure that you've got, you know, regular ways for people to engage and connect with you and also with each other. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I think as well, really thinking of yourself as the leader of that community is so important. So, um, you know, yes, the community is about the people in there, um, but you have to also step up as the leader and set boundaries and set rules in place to protect the people in the group. So over time, the rules in my group have changed to reflect kind of where the group is at and what uh, what I think would really serve the members. And that was a, a really interesting mindset shift for me to have in stepping up into more of a, like a leadership role there where, um, you know, I was worried that people might judge me or think that I was being mean or whatever. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think at the end of the day, when you're creating any kind of community, you have to, um, see yourself as a leader of that community and protect the members of that community. So, you know, when I saw someone not being you know, if, if I ever saw someone not being particularly nice, I would have to go and address that um, and really make sure that all the members felt really protected and safe in that space. Um, and so I think just really being on top of things like spam or any kind of energy that you that doesn't resonate with you, you have to have the, um, the mindset that you're the leader and so you have to address that and deal with that as soon as possible because then that goes on and creates that really beautiful space and really just protects the energy of the space. Mm, and yeah, I imagine as well, you know, when you get started, it's a bit different because things are smaller. So what the, yeah. what you'll need to do to support a smaller group is different to as it continues to grow. And also in terms of your own time. So is there anything else that you've had to do, you know, as the group and your business, like as you've scaled everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, where, um, we're just under 10,000 members now. And so I have my beautiful business manager help me to manage the group because um, it's just not something that I can do all on my own anymore. Um, so that's definitely something that we've implemented and, you know, slightly changing up the rules. Like it used to be completely um, open to any promotion that anyone wanted to share. And now we've got some guidelines around that. They're not super strict. And I really trust all the members of the group to. Uh, put the energy into the group that they want to get back from the group as well. Uh, But we have had to put more guidelines in place there and um, yeah, just kind of systemize things a little bit more. So make sure that, you know, posts are going out at the right times and everything's kind of scheduled now um, so that we have that kind of baseline um, content for the group. And then I'm able to come in and interact live and post whatever I'm feeling live as well. Mm. Oh, I love that. This is so helpful. I know that everybody's going to be just taking a million notes and that's exactly what you should be, should be doing. So thank you so much for sharing all about your Facebook group. And now I would love to talk about just generally in your business, how have you moved some, some other examples of moving from working more in that hustle mode to creating in a more easeful, beautiful, aligned way? Yeah. So as I have, um, yeah, focused more and more on making sure that I'm implementing or activating, sorry, my masculine and feminine energy systems, 
um, I've had to put more boundaries in place in order to allow that to happen. I think boundaries are such, a, such an important thing when you're building a business and if you want to have a business that you can, you know, make sustainable and scale, um, getting good at putting boundaries in place is really important. So a boundary that I've had to put in place well, not had to put in place, but I chose to put in place was, um, you know, something as simple as not taking calls at 9am. So my calls start at 10am um, now and that putting that boundary in place allowed me to then make sure that I had time in the morning to do my own morning ritual, to do my meditation and make a really beautiful breakfast and, you know, go to yoga if I want to. So it just really gave me that space to start the day in my feminine. And I always find that if I'm starting the day with some kind of feminine activity, uh, then that really sets me up for success during the day. I think it's when you start the day in that, like, you know, you wake up and you're switched on straight away and you're, you know, checking your phone and checking your emails and getting straight into work mode. That's always for me, that's when things start to unravel pretty quickly. So uh, setting that boundary has really helped me to just have that space to get into my feminine first and foremost, and then I can go about my day. Mm, oh, I love that you talk about that. It's, I'm just thinking, you know, it's starting the day right. It's that starting in alignment. What are some of the, those sorts of practices, some examples of what you would do uh, in the morning to get in your feminine? Yeah. So I always think of the feminine as anything that engages the senses that is, you know, sensual um, and really just helps you to drop into your body, into how you're feeling, uh, because that's where we could really access our intuition and our own inner guidance. So some things that I love to do are, you know, um, cooking a really beautiful breakfast. Um, right now I'm actually having bulletproof coffee, but I find that a very sensual experience. You know, I love just <laughs> taking my time, sipping my coffee and really enjoying it rather than like, you know, rushing, um, to get ready for the day while I'm like, you know, um, rushing down, to, like rushing my coffee, um, or anything like that. So that's one thing. Um, I think, you know, when we're talking about feminine practices, people can think that it has to be something really woo woo. It really doesn't. Like mm-hmm. there are so many things that you can do. Um, I mean, even just like taking a few moments to stretch or do some yoga, um, is beautiful. Uh, taking a few extra moments to put like your body lotion on in the morning and, um, you know, instead of just like slapping it on and getting dressed, like taking a few seconds to actually enjoy that process because that really helps you to connect with your body. But some things that I've been doing recently that I've really been loving are a little bit more woo. So I just wanted to kind of give everyone a bit of a spectrum of options there. Um, but some things that I've been doing are a goddess ritual, um, the goddess Saraswati. I'm not sure if you've heard of her, but she is the goddess of... Um, like clear seeing. So she's all about like the third eye chakra and also clear speaking. So the throat chakra. Um, and I think she also is about the heart chakra as well. So those three chakras and, um, yeah, so I've been doing, you know, mantras, um, uh, that invoke the goddess Saraswati, um, lighting candles, doing some like angel card pulls and uh, just really kind of getting into the energy of that goddess before I go about my day. And I found that that it's, you know, it's a really kind of short practice, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Um, 
But just really connecting with the energy of that goddess has been such a beautiful feminine practice for me and has helped me to really have beautiful insights and be able to speak my truth more clearly and just go about my day with so much more confidence and clarity. So, um, yeah, that's something that's maybe a little bit more on the the woo side of the spectrum (laughs) that I love to do in the mornings. Oh, that sounds so beautiful. And I love yeah. the woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, know I thought you did. Yeah. <laughs> I know that many of our listeners do as well, but it's so beautiful mm. to know that we have these options and that Definitely. we can, you know, just connect with our body. And, you mm. know, I so agree with this, you know, yoga and even meditation are such beautiful practices. Mm connect with that feminine side and Mm -hmm. just, you know, the general slowing down of things, like you said, with the lotion or even how many times do we have a shower like in the morning and we just rush in and we rush out. But when we just stop Mm -hmm. to, you know, actually feel the water on, on our Mm -hmm. body and get Mm -hmm. out of our mind for a moment, I find that really helps me shift things as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the feminine is something that you can bring into your day to day as well. You know, when you're working or you're at your desk or you're in a more like typically masculine action orientated mode, um, you know, things like lighting a candle or taking a moment to pick out an essential oil to diffuse or pop on your, um, you know, your pulse points or, um, you know, anything like that, choosing a crystal to, to hold in your hand, anything that kind of, uh, uh, engages those senses and just slows you down and um, helps you to connect back in with with your sensual world. That's a beautiful feminine practice that can just really help you to feel supported uh, as you're going about your more masculine activities. Mm, yes, I love that as well, and that's something that I also do. I th- feel like when something's like feels like it's super masculine, you know, you've got to lot- take a lot of action, or you've got to do something uh-huh. that's required. You know, just a lot of that doing energy, uh-huh. or a lot of a lot in your mind. It's it's so wonderful when you could just make those simple tweaks to yeah. kind of integrate and combine the energies in that one practice. I feel it makes it all the difference, and it definitely makes that work <laughs> far more sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like this afternoon, I knew I had a heap of emails to respond to. So I went down the road to the little um, cafe bar and had a beautiful glass of rosé and some beautiful food and just really enjoyed those emails. Beautiful. Love it. Yes. And actually, when I used to work in the corporate world, that was something I hated going through my emails when I was in the corporate world. And I think it's like tarnished me when it comes to emails, just generally personal, whatever. But one of the things that I did was to, you know, when I did that, I would, you know, go get a bit like a lovely drink and put it in my favorite Mm. mug and I put on some fun music and I just Mm. try to make it really fun and playful. And of course, Mm. that then shifted my energy and showing up (laughs) while I was doing the emails too. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Beautiful. So my last question for you is just what advice would you have for someone who's just getting started on this journey? Maybe they're thinking, oh, I would really love to have my own business or I really want to, you know, make a career change and I'm looking to do something that's far more aligning. What would be your advice for someone just getting started there? Mm, My advice is just do it. (laughs) I think there's so many, uh, you know, for so long I thought about doing it um, and I know so many people who think about doing it for so long, but I think that there's no time to waste. So just start with where you are. Know that you don't have to 
you know, be, do, or have anything other than what you already have in order to start. And I think when you're thinking about an online business, um, you know, sim- similar to something that Letitia or I run, it's you don't need a heap of resources. It's not how many resources you have or how much money you have to invest into it. It's really how resourceful you are with what you've got. Um, I mean, that goes for everything, but particularly in the online world, you can really get started quite easily. And it's really more just about believing in yourself and taking that first step because the first step is always the scariest. Um, But yeah, that would be my biggest, my biggest piece of advice is just start because, oh my gosh, if someone had told me to just start earlier, I, um, I would be so, so grateful to them right now because (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it's just the most worthwhile journey to take. Mm. Oh, I think that's the best advice ever. And I couldn't agree mm-hmm. more. And I love that you also mentioned that word resourceful. I feel like this mm-hmm. is a word that's coming up a lot for me lately is, you know, just how can we do, what can we do with what we already have? There are so mm-hmm. many possibilities. And when we think of that rather than, you know, the limitations of what we have, that just shifts you into, you know, you're, you're then able to solve these problems rather than create, you know, more problems in your life. So yeah. beautiful. And thank you so much for coming on. How can we continue to connect with you? Oh, it's been so nice to be here. Um, I would love to connect with everyone over in my Facebook group, uh, the Boss Goddess Tribe. You can just search that on Facebook or you can connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Haley Tapper. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Haley. Uh, so nice to talk to you, Letitia. Thanks for having me on. So there you go, my beautiful friends. Thank you so much to Haley for coming on and sharing all of her wonderful tips for creating an engaged high vibe Facebook community and using both your masculine and feminine energy in your business. You can find the show notes for this episode at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Haley Tapper. And there you'll find also all the ways you can connect with Haley, including over on Instagram at Haley Tapper. So as I mentioned in this episode, it was Haley's beautiful Facebook community that she had created that inspired me to create the Make a Difference Soul Tribe. And so I hope after listening to this episode, you're inspired to go ahead and create your own community, whether that's in person or online, because really we do need more spaces like these. People are craving meaningful connection, okay? We all are. There are so many ways to connect with people now, but there's not a lot of time that we spend meaningfully connecting with people and getting, you know, like a two-way exchange where you can be really open and honest about how you're feeling. And so when I created the Make a Difference Soul Tribe, that is exactly what I wanted for that space, a space where you could actually feel like you're being heard, where you could come and, you know, show up with your struggles and show up with your successes and celebrations and be supported regardless of where you are. And actually, this is the same intention behind women's circles, right? This is why so many people are really feeling drawn to women's circles. And it's why I love to hold these kinds of spaces because we don't have many places like this, like even in our relationships, even if we're going out one-to-one with some people, it's really hard to scratch the surface to get to how we're really feeling, to feel like we can trust and be open and that people can really hold where we're at, whether that is a big high or whether that's a big low. So if you're being called to create a Facebook community, don't be like me and ask people whether you should do it. Go and create it because people don't know that they need it until they're there in that space. So that's my advice on that. 
Okay, now I hope you're also really inspired about using your masculine and feminine energy. It really is essential to all areas of our life. So not just in our businesses, but also for our relationships. For instance, in romantic relationships, it's really important to be making sure we've got a balance of both of the two, um, and especially when it comes to being intimate. So it's a fascinating topic to explore. And of course, if you're not an entrepreneur, working with both your masculine and feminine energy in your work, in whatever role that is, or in your family, you know, it's just essential to being able to survive, right? We've been given these two sources of energy for a reason. So we really need to draw on both of them and you can make it so fun um, strengthening up the one that you find you're less in or that you don't enjoy being as in as much. So I hope that you're inspired to explore that. Let me know some of the top tips that you took away and how you end up integrating both your masculine and feminine. And on that note, I'll let you know that Embrace Your Feminine Essence, my online program all about connecting with your feminine energy and integrating with your masculine is opening up for enrollment in a couple of months. So it'll be, we'll be doing a live round later this year. And I would love for you to join the waitlist if you are interested. It's going to be so fun. This will be the second live round that I'm running. I ran a live, the first round last year, you might remember. And so I will be diving back into all of this with you this year. It's something that I'll only be running once a year. I don't now know how long I'll be running it as a live program. So definitely sign up if it's something that you want to dive deeper into because Embrace Your Feminine Essence has been taught in a way to reconnect you with your feminine because that's where a lot of people have the most difficulty reconnecting. And even if you feel like the feminine energy is your strength, often we're not using it in um, the best way. So it takes you through how to connect with all the different ways that you can connect with your feminine and then integrate that beautifully with your masculine. And of course, I also take you through how to work with your cycle, both the menstrual cycle and also the moon cycle, because these two systems actually shift you naturally between your masculine and your feminine. So it's so wonderful. And this is what menstrual magic's all about. When you create every anything, sorry, anything and everything, you need to be using both your masculine and feminine. It's the only way you can create something like from start to finish. So it's if you're interested in improving your creativity, your intuition, in getting better at receiving, trusting, surrendering, and allowing, manifesting, um, and feeling overall more satisfaction, fulfillment, alignment to your purpose, and all of these amazing things, and stepping into that nurturing community, we side rather than I, and then integrating all of that with the masculine, then you will love Embrace Your Feminine Essence. So Join the waitlist at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash EYFE. And if you're interested in creating a business using your masculine and feminine energy and your menstrual magic, then you will also be perfect for Create Your Beautiful Biz. And you can find all of the details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash CYBB. And finally, if you want to start working with your menstrual magic, have you downloaded your menstrual magic journal yet? If not, go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash menstrual magic journal and you can download your free copy there. Now, finally, as I was discussing earlier, both Haley and I are beautiful you life coaches. 
Beautiful You Coaching Academy is a fantastic academy for training and certifying coaches, of which I am a certified coach. I also won an award with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy earlier this year, which you might remember. And so I am offering a very, very special offer for any of you who are thinking about training with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. I'm an affiliate for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy because, of course, I believe so much in their mission and in the community that they've created that it attracts wonderful people. So if you're feeling called to explore the world of life coaching, if you're so interested in personal development and you really want to help other people with their own personal development and growth and you love supporting people, then I would encourage you to check out the Beautiful You Coaching Academy's website, have a look at it and see if it resonates. And if it does, I'm offering a very special affiliate offer for those of you. And you can find all of the details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash become a coach. So when you sign up for the Academy through me, I will be helping you with the setup of your business as well um, at no additional cost. So definitely go and check out those details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash become a coach. You'll also find the link in the show notes and feel free to get in touch with me if you have any questions about training with the Academy. Okay, everybody. So I also have a meetup in London happening on the 23rd of July. If you haven't yet seen the details, go over to my Instagram and you will find a post there with the details on where that meetup is happening. I'd love to see some of you over there. Come and say hello. We're meeting up from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the 23rd of July. So go to Instagram at Letitia Ringe and find the details over there and come and join us. All right, everybody. So I cannot wait to bring you next week another episode. This one too is business related and um, we'll be talking about some more technical sides of business. So I can't wait for you to hear that episode. Have a wonderful, beautiful week ahead and I will see you next week. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letitiaringe.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.